It is the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program. Coast to coast, to boat to the boat, are all tuning. iTunes Radio Loyalty Stitcher and a brand new Cheeky Jaguar app available in the Apple Store. CheekyJaguar.us. KJ Radio, you're live on the air. Who is this? Hey, how are you, my friend? We were just getting ready to uh, try to give you a holler again. We uh, we just got yeah, done leaving a message for you. How are you? Now, for some reason, good. I'm so sorry. I keep on going into voicemail for some strange reason. Not not an issue. Not an issue. Um, we've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast. And um, doctor, give us a little bit on your background, my friend. Hi, so I wrote a book called Free Your Child from Overeating. It's um, 53 Mind-Body Strategies for Lifelong Change, um, for Lifelong Health. And um, the book really focuses on psychological barriers to uh, weight loss. And it uses cognitive behavioral therapy, um, acceptance and commitment therapy, and mindfulness. And in terms of my background... I have um, a foundation called Through My Eyes. Um, I have a private practice in Harrison, New York, and I teach at NYU. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about the book. Why did you decide to write this book? So the reason I decided to write it is because we have a lot of information about how to lose weight and to maintain weight. So, for example, there's a lot of resources, um, you know, on the web on exercise and diet, um, but the question is, why is it that we have all this information, but we still find ourselves in this situation that we're in at the current moment? Yeah. Now, uh, we've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well, KFRK in Denver, Colorado, and Red Nation Radio today here on our big broadcast. And um, you're, you're the president and clinical director of the Westchester Group Works, a center for group therapy in Harrison, New York. Um, t- tell us a little bit about how that uh, that position and all your background prepared you to write this great book. So um, I see, you know, private patients in my practice, and, um, you know, in my practice, um, I deal with a lot of health and weight management issues. Um, I'm also a consultant for Camp Shane and Camp, um, there's also a diet and fitness resource for adults. So I did create a cognitive behavioral therapy program within the camp and resort, and I did write them a manual. So the book comes directly out of a manual that I wrote for the camp and the resort. That's pretty amazing. We've got a, a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast to Border to Border. The percentage of children 6 to 11 years of age in the U.S. who were obese increased 7% in 1980, compared to nearly 18% in 2010, and the rate remains staggering to this day. It can be tempting for parents to basically hope that their child's overeating is just quote-unquote a phase, or uh, the price of inaction is too high. There are serious and immediate physical and psychological efforts to being overweight and obese, uh, such as diabetes, bone and joint problems, social issues, poor uh, self-confidence, along with many other problems. The medical and economic toll remains huge as well. It is estimated that obesity epidemic carries $117 billion medical price tag. And with us today, Dr. Michelle P. Maidenberg. She is uh, providing us 53 strategic rooted mindfulness and cognitive behavioral therapy that's going to help children and teens in her brand new book, Free Your Child from Overeating. Now, those stats that I read 
at a few moments ago. Give us those and uh, kind of break those down for us, my friend. Yeah, so um, I think you clearly depicted all of the staggering um, statistics, which are pretty clear. Um, yes. You know, what we see with these, you know, children who overeat and, you know, are overweight or are obese, um, you know, as they grow older and develop and mature, you know, the problem doesn't go away. Um, over time, it actually gets worse. So as they develop and grow and become adults, you know, obesity carries a price tag, you know, whether it's medical issues, like you said, psychological, social. Um, and, you know, it's something that they carry carry with them throughout their lives. So it's a major issue. You know, there's obviously social ramifications in school, teasing. There's also teasing at home by their siblings. Uh, and just health concerns just generally and all around. So it's, you know, it's something we really have to address and we can't ignore it. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about her latest book, Free Your Child from Overeating. Dr. Maidenberg joins us today. Now, um, kind of give us uh, uh, some some simple ideas here on identifying triggers, cravings, self self-sabotaging thought patterns. Tell us a little bit about those. So we, you know, I came up with over 40 self-sabotaging thoughts. Um, you know, we, we, anybody could relate to them. So, for example, you know, when we say to ourselves, we'll start our diet tomorrow, or I'll just have a little piece, or it won't matter all that much, or it's fat-free. So we come up with all these different rationalizations and excuses for why we overeat, um, and we tend to ignore them and engage in this behavior. Um, and then it's cyclical, because once we engage in the behavior, then we feel bad about ourselves. So there's a lot of shame and guilt that go along with it. Yeah. Um, and then we don't have enough confidence to change our behavior. So it's a vicious cycle. It, it really is. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. Dr. Maidenberg joins us. And uh, Free Your Child from Overeating is the latest. Um, tell us a little bit about learning about emotional eating. Tell us, uh, tell us about that and break that down for us. Sure. So, we, you know, we have certain emotions that get evoked, and the way we respond or cope with it is by overeating. So, for example, there's an acronym that we use, which is called HALT, H-A-L-T, and um, if you think about what that means, right, um, if we're happy, we eat, um, if we're angry, we eat, um, or we have anxiety, if we're lonely, we eat, if we're tired, we eat, you know, any any reason that we're experiencing some kind of social, you know, emotional um you know, adversity at the moment is we'll use that as coping skills. And, you know, many, many people, when they're in those situations, will resort to overeating. Um, and it's, it's really done mindlessly and subconsciously, you know, and, and um, unconsciously. So it's part of really honing in, again, on what those thoughts are, understanding a little bit dynamically of why you're overeating and understanding that you could help the issue over time. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone. Free your child from overeating. Dr. Maidenberg joins us here on our program. Talk to us about differentiating between hunger, thirst, desire, and cravings. Hunger, desire, thirst, and cravings. Um, hunger is, you know, obviously physically we feel hunger. And often we confuse all of those things because, you know, right now we're on a you know, schedule where we know we have to eat a certain time and drink a certain time. And mm-hmm. how do we confuse hunger and thirst? 
So we don't know when we're actually feeling physically hungry or when it's actually um, when we're just feeling thirst. So it's part of um, getting to know. Um, you know, when we're having a craving, for example, you know, the question is why is it that we don't overeat carrot sticks, but we tend to eat chocolate? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Um, so there's, proce- there's certain processing in food that actually causes it to be addicting, um, and it causes us to want to have more, you know, things that are salty, things that are filled with sugar, um, you know, foods that are high in fat. You know, they're, they're processed in a way to cause us to want more and more and, um, and compels us to overeat. So it's, it's really learning about all these facets to be able to help yourself, um, you know, in a way that's helpful and productive. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. Parents often don't know how to speak to their children about their overeating. It might have been taboo to speak about that in their own family or origin. They may not be sure how to talk about it or feel uh, incompetent to talk about the topic because they have their own set of weight and health challenges. Thankfully, there is help. We've got our great guest today, Dr. Michelle P. Maidenberg. She is going to uh, talk to us a little bit more about her book, Free Your Child from Overeating. Now, um, tell us a little bit about how to recognize common rationalizations for overeating. The, the common rationalizations, like you know, we talked a little about before, um, you know, parents do struggle because often they'll say um, they're fearful that they're going to cause an eating disorder in their child. You know, they're fearful that they're going to, um, their child will be upset by what they say, so they'll be, cause conflict in the relationship. You know, and even more than that, um, they don't know how, like you said, they don't know how to talk about it because they themselves struggle with this issue, with this core issue. So, um, you know, in terms of understanding your child and the rationalizations they make when you see the behavior, you know, so for example, when they have a hard time, when they, you know, they take more than they physically need, um, it's important to address it just like you would address any other health issue. Um, So if, if your child had diabetes or if they had, for example, um, you know, any kind of physical problem. You wouldn't even think twice about addressing it, you know, but parents do have trouble communicating this because it is very taboo, you know, how to communicate it. Um, so just, you know, the rationalizations I mentioned before that come up for kids, you know, oh, I'll just have one more, or, you know, I didn't eat lunch today, or um, it's not going to make much of a difference. You know, you'll hear all those types of kind of rationalizations. We all use yeah. them, adults too, not just kids. Yeah. yeah. We've got a, a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone, Dr. Maidenberg. And uh, Free Your Child from Overeating is the topic. It's also uh, a great new book that she has out there. Um, d- tell us a little bit about addressing uh, children's overeating without discussing their weight. How do you do that exactly? Yeah. Well, you never talk about weight per se. Um, because, again, it gets into the cycle of, you know, not losing enough weight, not feeling good in their own body, and it could perpetuate, you know, kind of very self-deprecating thoughts about weight and body image. So you really want to talk about what's important for kids, which is agility, flexibility, strength. You know, all of those things are healthy way about talking about health, and it also speaks to a kid's, you know, child's value system. So, for example, I had a child in my, you know, a 16-year-old in my office with her mother, and... I asked her, I said, why, why do you want to do this? You know, why do you want to be healthy? What's, why is it important to you? And she said all the things that we typically hear, which is, you know, then I'll live long and I'll be able to be healthy. And I 
said to her, oh, gosh, when I was 16, I wasn't thinking about, you know, I wasn't thinking about, like, how long I was going to live. <laughs> I thought I was going to live forever. Like, that's what you're thinking about? That kind of sounds like your mom. So, yeah. you know, she started laughing, and I said, what, why is it important to you? You know, what would you be doing if you acquired, you know, better health for yourself? And she burst out into tears, and she said, I always wanted to play sports. And I said to her, what do you mean? You're not playing sports? And she said, no, because I know I always want to play softball. And I know if I play softball, that I'm not going to be picked for a team. I'm going to be the slowest one on the field. And my teammates aren't going to like me. Um, and afterwards, her mother came over to me and said, I have never, ever. First of all, I didn't even know my daughter wanted to play sports. And I would never have guessed that that was important to her. So you have to speak to kind of where kids are at. They, they don't, you know, they're, they're not thinking that, again, that their health is going to be impacted and that they're not going to, ha like, have a long, healthy life. They're thinking about the things that are important to them. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone, 29 minutes after the hour. Thanks for joining us here on our world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us, and uh, also check us out on iHeartRadio as well on AMFM247.com. Dr. Maidenberg is with us today. She has a fantastic, fantastic book. Um Tell us a little bit about how the book addresses making change at the family level and uh, modeling healthy behaviors. Tell us about this. Yeah, so there's all different ways that families could integrate good health. You know, for one, you know, an example would be to cook with your, you know, your kids and teach them about healthy eating. Um, it's helpful to go to the grocery stores with them, show them what foods are. Even psychologically, you know, we know in grocery stores they'll put all of the snacks or, like, you know, higher fat foods in front so that we walk out with them. Um, so to teach them the intricacies of healthy food and healthy eating, cooking with them also gets them excited about even eating healthfully. You know, if you're actually sitting and they're able to cook, you know, and cut the vegetables and be actively involved. Um, also making choices about food. You know, so I, I always say that it's helpful, you know, let's say if there's multiple people in the family, you know, that you rotate. You know, maybe one child could be in charge of dinner for that particular Sunday evening, you know, and could pick what recipes that they want to make, you know, and get involved in the cooking. And then you could, you know, revolve, again, you know, your children, so all of them have an opportunity to do that. Um, and also even engaging in active living, right? So you want to be able to exercise and, um, you know, fitness with your family, whether it's hiking or biking, um, you know, any kind of activity that would involve every member of the family. Um, so there's all different kind of ways which are listed in the book, um, you know, that you can involve the entire family. And you could do it, you know, you want to do it at the onset, you know, when they're young. You know, it's established, it's part of the family life, it's something you're always doing, and it's something that your kids are always used to doing. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast, coast-to-coast to border-to-border coast to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Stitcher, Dr. Maidenberg is with us today here in our broadcast, and she has a fabulous, fabulous new book out there. Now, um, with with your book, which is absolutely well, just fabulously well written, Free Your Child from Overeating, um, you talk about uh, dealing with social media and marketing influences. Tell us a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Well, we're, we all know about that all too well, unfortunately. Um, 
Yeah, just, you know, the standard magazine that, you know, gives the prototype of how every person and child should be looking and feeling and what they should be eating. You know, there's also, in terms of the social media, um, the side gap, you know, some people are familiar of, of how the structure of the body should be looking. Um, and even just talking about diet and exercise, it's, it's actually quite, quite confusing these days. Eat carbs, don't eat carbs. Eat fat, don't eat fat. This fat is good, that fat isn't good. <laughs> so people are not aware of what they should be eating, when they should be eating it, how much of it they should be eating. Um, it's quite confusing, and um, also it, it creates a lot of hopelessness because, you know, you may be doing something, what you think is right the, one day, and then doing it the wrong way the next day. And, um, you know, so it's, it, it's, it's just very disenchanting, the whole entire kind of world of, you know, fitness and exercising. Um, so I always say that it's important to make kids aware of it and to engage them in the process as well so that they're aware that just as confusing it is for adults, it's also confusing for kids. Um, and get help for it. But they don't have to know all the answers. They're not expected to, either parents or children, for that matter. Yeah. We've got a uh, great guest of this today. She joins us live. Dr. Maidenberg is with us. She has a fantastic book, Free Your Child from Overeating. It is now available 32 minutes after the hour. Thanks for joining us here in our world-famous Cheeky Check Live radio program. Uh, a couple more questions for you, my friend, before we let you go today. Uh, tell us a little bit about how your book addresses working through bullying and weight discrimination. Uh, that's always a pro- it's a significant problem, and uh, bullying happens to be the number one reason why kids are bullied in school, you know, particularly over weight, even more than racism. Um, there were some studies showed that, you know, weight bullying tends to be excessive, particularly in schools, um, and we can underestimate that there's also bullying in, you know, in families as well, with siblings, um, sometimes there's biases even within teachers and parents, unfortunately. You know, we have to, um, you know, for example, um, you know, prefer or show any kind of preferences for kids who are more attractive or, you know, again, that's a perception, or who weigh less. Um, so the, the way to handle it is, you know, one is a lot of schools are making changes in terms of enacting policies within schools. Some aren't. So it's important to really try um you advocate for those laws and those policies within schools. Um, there's also within the book, for example, I give a framework for problem solving through those types of issues when they come up, you know, with teachers, um, who to contact and how to deal with them. Um, but, you know, it helps to normalize it for these kids who are struggling, you know, because um, it's not just them. The book was written because there's many of them out there. And it's a very taboo topic, so they feel very isolated, both parents and children. Um, so to get really people talking about it and to really get support for it, which right now there isn't much available. You know, and I always say that the example is even the big giant conglomerate, like companies like Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, etc. I've had kids who've come to me and said, oh, I went to a meeting and they were all 40 and 50 year olds. Now, you're not going to get a six, 15 or 16 year old sitting at a meeting with 40 and 50 year olds. So there's nowhere for them to go, you know, and there's an expectation that they, you know, uh, again, achieve a certain level of, you know, physical activity in school. They even give them fitness tests, which some of them, you know, could be very shameful of taking. So it's not addressed in a very proactive, helpful way for kids. 
or supportive for that matter. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on Red Nation Radio, Dr. Michelle P. Maidenberg, and she has Free Your Child from Overeating. It is now available. And uh, before we let you go, if people want to get a hold of you or get in touch with you, how exactly do they do that? Is there a website we can send people to or social media or something? Yeah. So um, just to let you know, my, you know, it's based on mindfulness as well. So the entire book is, evidence-based. It's based on research, and um, after each chapter, there's actually a guided meditation, a mindfulness exercise. If you go to my website, which is www.michellemaidenberg.com, and I'll spell that, it's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-M-A-I-D-E-N-B-E-R-G.com, there's something called Resilience Rooms, and under the Resilience Rooms, at the end, there's 11 guided meditations or mindfulness exercises, which you can actually, you know, tab onto. Um, but my website has lists of my blogs. I'm a Huffington Post blogger as well. So I have over 40 blogs on there. Um, and also, you know, resources for the book as well. So, Fa- fantastic. You know, to me and I'm always happy, yeah, to talk to anybody. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Pick up the book, Free Your Child from Overeating. It is a uh, trusted resource. And Dr. Maidenberg, have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Appreciate it. Dr. Maidenberg with us today. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, we will do some more stuff. 37 minutes after the hour, it is the world-famous Jimmy J. Carpenter Program. Program.